The budget for Wednesday, May the 11th, 2022, looking back through the files, and I'm here with Jeanette in the basement okay. of the... Hi, Jeanette, in the basement of the Gawler Town Hall slash library, and this is part of the Cultural Heritage Centre, which is a very, very interesting place to visit, and they have a lovely display on at present about entertainment in they Gawler. They do. Yes, so for anyone interested, it's a free admission in the... What was the old... Council chamber yes. upstairs. Oh. Yeah, it's a tiny room when you think about it yeah. for holding a council meeting. It is, isn't it? But they are. If you look at those little council buildings that are dotted oh. through South Australian country towns, yep. they're absolutely tiny. And yeah. Two Wells has the oh, Two Wells has a beautiful chambers. little can- yes, the original Port Gawler Council chamber, yes. which is still in use. Writing group event there. Oh, did you in the festival a couple of years ago? Oh, lovely. We did a workshop there. It oh, is lovely. Well, it is a, a beautiful oh. building. Yes. So anyway, here we have looking back. And 150 years ago, the Bachelors' Ball. About 50 couples assembled in the Institute Hall on Tuesday evening last, who passed the cheerful hours in great enjoyment, led by the effective music of the Concordia Band. The supper was got up very tastefully by Mr and Mrs Bradley of the Gawler Arms Hotel. The decorations of the hall were very well for bachelors, but the charming dresses of the ladies made the floor of the hall a fairy scene. The affair proved such an agreeable one and pleased the married ladies' presence so highly that we believe it is in contemplation to return the bachelor's politeness and gallantry by a complimentary ball. Of course, that's exactly the kind of event that's featured in the current exhibition. It is, isn't it? But a bachelor's ball, yeah. not, a, not a... Well, we have BNS balls, but yeah. they're a little bit different mm-hmm. now. I think they end up with mm-hmm. a few more headaches than bachelor's balls used to. Yes. The uh, dresses at the time, the fashion at the time, is probably one of my favourite periods in fashion history, with the bustle just coming into its own. Oh, so 150 that would have been, years. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. 150 years ago, was, well, just into yeah. the beginnings of the bustle period. Yes. Yeah. Well, probably at their biggest. I wouldn't need a bustle. 18- I've got a natural bustle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, we joke. I digress. Yeah. One hundred years ago, rain registration is the weather again. <laughs> it's farming. It's seed. Yes, yes. Excellent farming weather has been enjoyed since the opening of the month. Each day contributing its share of rain, with the sun shining merrily at times, keeping the ground warm and forcing the feed along. Up to yesterday morning, two hundred twenty-nine points of rain were registered since the first of the month. Seeding operations are now general and the soil is turning over beautifully, allowing the maximum of work. The weather break has had a marked effect on stock and sheep prices are going up to higher values. Mm. Sounds like they had a better better autumn than we're having. Yeah, our autumns don't break now. They used to say no. Anzac Day, but now they really don't break until June. The long yes. weekend in June yeah. is mm. about when they start to really break in this area. Mm. Yes. Okay, 50 years ago, quarry near town. An area of land only a few hundred yards from Cheek Avenue and Calton Road, Gawler East, has been pegged out for a future new sand and gravel quarry. Gawler Town Council received verbal advice of this from Mrs PJ Patterson of 103 Calton Road. In his report to Council on April 24, the town clerk, Mr A.R. Warhurst, said that a new quarry in this location would mar the attractive residential area for years. Well, it's come and it's gone because mm. now it's all gone back to being residential. Yes, yep, it's all... I think the quarry might still be there, but 
You wouldn't notice. I think the houses are actually uglier than the quarry in a way, but never mind. Me too. Especially, they're what my boys refer to as goat houses, where they're so close together, a goat can jump. Oh, absolutely. No room for garden or trees. No. No gutters. No. I mean, no no room to get up and and clean your gutters. I look at them and think, how can they do Yes, yeah. Anyway, not that I claim my gutters. No, no, no I can't get to most of ours. It's too high. We need better ladders or something, I don't know. 25 years ago, they'll be hairless but happy. Three Gawler police officers will lose their hair later this year and they're not the least bit concerned. Senior Constables Tom Newhalls, Joe Gavani and Constable Brian Dicker are going bald to help children with cancer. They will be sculpted as part of the Cropper Cop campaign, which last year raised $1.3 million for research into children's cancers. Hmm. I remember when that was, there was different sort of people going bald for cancer yeah. fundraising. Yeah, and then they brought in Make Your Hair a Different Colour, which mm. is what I would prefer to do. Yes, me too. <laughs> okay, 10 years ago, whistleblowers as the SA Metropolitan Fire Service last week celebrated its 150th birthday, the Gawler MFS crew took time to reflect upon its 135-year journey. While much has changed since Gawler's first MFS station opened on the corner of Union Street and Lindock Road in 1877, the brigade's integral role in the local community has remained steadfast. While in its early days the MFS was primarily a fire service, current MFS crews are charged with a number of tasks, ranging from animal rescues to educating teens about safe driving to dealing with toxic chemical spills. That's hard to say. It is. Safe driving. I wouldn't have thought they would be something different. Um, MFS. I would have thought that was more of a police thing. Yes, yeah, I thought MFS didn't deal with... um, But maybe they talk about... But they do get involved, obviously. Yeah, maybe they talk about the the news in the jaws of life and that sort of thing and Mm. those horror stories of extricating Mm. people from... Definitely CFS, they do road accident response. and terrible. It is. It can be awful for them. It is awful for them. So, Gawler Now and Then, Vintage Car Club first one. The inaugural one was held on July the 15th, 1984, led by a Model T Ford truck to Rosedale Primary School grounds. Shown here are Mick Bojko, Mark Jarrett, Bob Carr and son Matthew Scott Bell Chambers, Tony Trigger and Ellen and Andy Jackson. I thought the Bell Chambers would be there because they're still heavily involved in the mm, Vintage Car Club. Yeah, they have yeah. a wonderful collection of cars. Oh, they do. I love old cars as well as trains. We sold it. I sold my E.H. Holden ute to right. Bob Carr. Well, oh, yes. virtually gave it to him because it had rusted out something terribly underneath mm. the chassis. Mm. And I think he used it for parts for him and his, his mate. Right, yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago during History Week, we did an event with GBA and the car club. Oh, wow. Up in Pioneer Park and some of the Oh, that would have been lovely. It was, yeah. it was just lovely. So we've been hoping to do it again, but, you know, COVID happened and mm, so... No, COVID happened and it yes, stopped a lot of things did. in their tracks. So. And it's hard to get it all back up again. Well, that's it for this week and we'll see you next week, Kate. It is, indeed. Thank you, Jeanette. It's always happy to... Nice to talk to people about the bunyip. It is. For all life signs